what is up everyone it is your favorite shaman kevin here and uh yeah we're about to start this podcast today so what we're going to talk about today is addiction and basically i'm just going to give you my interpretation of how i went through an addiction and what i believe some of the best steps uh to possibly getting through an addiction that being said I am not a licensed physician, nor am I a doctor, or any of those other things, right? I am a shaman practitioner, and I do believe in my ability to express myself in a way that allows others to uh, figure out their own best solution for their life. And when it comes to healing and being a shaman practitioner, I only speak from experience because who am I to tell you how to deal with something, right? I, I, I really don't like that either. I don't like that that thought process of you going to get help from someone that hasn't been through that shit theirself. You know, the same thing with like a therapist or any of these other things. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make them seem like bad people. I know they're trying to do something good for others, but how are you going to tell me how to get through said issue if you haven't been there and made it through that problem yourself? I, I, I just don't understand that. Why wouldn't you get advice from someone who has been in that low place, right? That low shitty place and they've gained experience and wisdom on how they went through that as opposed to going to these people that go get certificates saying they know how to handle said issue, but yet they've never dealt with that issue. And like I stated before, I'm not saying that they're not trying to help. There's a lot of people out there who actually have the ability to help others. I just feel as though there's a level of empathy that is gained when you've been through that issue before. So that's the shaman way is I've been through this shit, right? I've been that person at three o'clock who needs to go get a pack of cigarettes because I, I'm fiending for some nicotine, right? And I definitely put my shoes on went out and found a gas station, right? I've been that person who has been fiending for a cigarette so bad that I saw a half used cigarette on the ground. I didn't know who put their mouth on it and who had it, but I wanted that nicotine so bad that I picked that cigarette up off the ground and I lit that shit up and I smoked it. You know, I was at that level of dependency with it. And <laughs> there's a few people that are probably giggling right now because one, either they think it's funny or two, they understand the struggle that comes with uh, a nicotine addiction or addiction in general. So what we're going to start off with is I'm going to give you my expression of what I see addiction as, right? Um, I feel as though when I give you my expression of what an addiction is, it allows you to formulate your own personal thought process in your brain and on how you're going to look at addiction moving forward. So basically to me, addiction is when you have a, I like to say, or I like to think that it comes from gaining a habitual or a habit that has been formed through a traumatic event that continuously gives you dopamine in an event to relieve stress and or a traumatic feeling that is going on in your life. You know, and I'm not saying that's the only way that uh, addiction happens, right? That's how it was formulated for me and how it contributed to my life and how I got addicted to cigarettes. Uh, I've stated before, you know, I've been divorced and going through my divorce, I distinctly remember in the beginning, I picked up a cigarette or actually I was offered a cigarette by somebody who felt like they were doing the right thing in the time. I, I truly believe they had good intentions, but they gave me a cigarette saying that, hey, this will relieve the stress. And that right there, that started it. That shit right there started the fucking spiral down where I became addicted to this cigarette the chemical, that nicotine, right? Every time I felt stress, I would automatically associate stress with getting a hit of nicotine. 
and stress coming from whatever form and then nicotine being the reliever when it truly actually wasn't doing anything. It was just a trigger and a reward. And I'm not trying to downplay. Please do not take this as me downplaying any type of addiction. I'm just trying to express it in a way that we can all look at it from a uh a more objective view. So it's not some big monster that's hiding in the closet. And also with that, please, if you are struggling with an addiction, be it uh, drugs or any kind of chemical addiction and or mental addiction, be it porn or anything else, please do not feel guilty, right? Do not feel guilty because a lot of people struggle with an addiction. And I just don't want you to feel as though, one, you are alone in this uh, journey of healing through an addiction. And two, the only reason why one addiction might seem worse than another is simply the subjective view the collective has on a specific chemical and or thought process that gets you sucked into an addiction, right? So in our culture, in our specific reality tunnel, right? Uh, said drug might be worse than being addicted to sugar, but they're both pretty bad, right? We, we don't talk about it and it's not uh, promoted a lot because a lot of money is made from sugar, but sugar addiction is a real thing that people deal with. And we downplay it as, a, oh, it's just sugar. It's not that big of a deal. Basically, all I'm just trying to get a, uh, across to everyone that's listening is that uh, no addiction is worse or better than another one, right? It's, it's something that we're all struggling with and something that we don't want to have to struggle with, right? So just remember that. So moving forward, we're just going to call it the demon of addiction, right? I feel as though that's a good name for it. So now that we've come up with a great name for it, demon of addiction, we can start to look at it objectively as something outside of us that we can start to deal with moving forward. And as I said, I'm not claiming that this podcast is going to be the end-all be-all and you are going to be healed from your addiction as soon as you listen to this. I just kind of want to just shine some light on it and understand where I come from and how I got through it. We're going to start with the construct portion, right? So in our heads, I feel as though we build mental constructs that we attach to to identify ourselves. So for me, I identified myself as a smoker. I was like, I am a smoker. Cigarettes are a part of my identity. I identified with that. You know, I, I felt as though that's who I was. That's, it was a part of me, you know, and it, it, it got to the point where I, I labeled myself as that. And that's where the demons take hold, right? Because you allow them to come into you, right? Spirits, demons, whatever word you want to use for it. As soon as you label yourself with that, and that comes with any form of anything, as soon as you say my X, Y, and Z, you have given that demon the key to your mentality to come in there and just fuck shit up. And that's with everything. As soon as you identify with it and you say my X, Y, Z, you've given that power to that construct. And don't get it twisted. There's more deeper levels to addiction and types of addiction. You can be addicted to being stuck in shitty relationships, anything that gives you a chemical release, I would say love is by far one of the worst addictions you can get addicted to. You can get addicted to bad people, bad situations. The dopamine you get from um, texting someone over and over again, and then they finally text you back that dopamine release. And then that person knowing that you get that, they have you sucked into a loop of an addiction. Anything that releases chemicals in your brain can 
turn into a habitual habit. So understand that this is a multifaceted demon that we're going to be dealing with and thinking about and coming up with our own way to formulate a plan to start attacking it, right? You put your armor on, get your sword and your spell book, and we're going to go at it and try to fuck this shit up. Because like I said, addiction is something that I feel as though a lot of people struggle with and they don't even know it. Another addiction, you know, a side, side note, another addiction that's not really talked about is the addiction of success. You can become so addicted with the thought process of being successful. Uh, as I stated before, anything can become an addiction and there's no higher or lower level of addiction, right? Maybe one has a more harsher outcome than another, but at the end of the day, all of these thought processes are subjective to the person that's experiencing said addiction. So let's start getting into the attack phase of us trying to destroy this addiction. For me personally, and this is me speaking from my subjective experience that I've had, and I hope I can provide you with some some uh, information so that you can possibly move forward and start you know, fighting back against that addiction that you want to destroy or that demon of addiction, right? Um, I think the very first part is, and it sounds cliche, but truly understanding and saying like, oh shit, I am addicted to this, right? You have to actually realize it because until you actually realize it, you are uh, continuously operating on autopilot where it, if you don't even understand that you are addicted to something and you don't make that realization to separate yourself or look at yourself uh, objectively and see like, okay, this habit that I'm having is an addiction that I'm attached to. You, I don't think you can move forward. So the first step is actually realizing that you have an addiction and admitting it to yourself that you have an addiction. And I, I really hate when people feel as though they have to, you don't have to tell anybody about it either. It's your personal addiction and it's what you're dealing with. Unless you want help, you do not have to go confess your sins to anybody, right? That's that old Christian shit, right? If you're going through an addiction, you can go through an addiction on your own. If you want help, please go get help. But also, do not feel as though you have to admit your addiction to anybody because it's nobody's business. It's your addiction that you're dealing with. And it, it's it's up to you to, to get help. It's up to you to move forward and find help, right? But you don't have to go confess what you're doing and what you're dealing and what you're going through. You can defeat your demons in the dark and then come to the light and let people know like, hey, I was dealing with this and this is why X, Y, and Z was happening in my life. So step one, is identifying that you do have an addiction and you're ready to destroy it. And we're going to go off on a little side, you know, side note from a spiritual perspective. So what I like to think of truly, we create this reality, but I also believe that there are entities, creatures, beings that exist outside our perceivable reality. Every action we do produces an expression of energy. And I truly believe that there are beings, entities, creatures that want us to actually get addicted to things because those feelings of stress and um, energy that we give off while we're addicted, something is feeding off of that, right? And, you know, not to scare anybody and make, you know, but I truly do believe that. I truly believe that there are creatures out there that feed off of the energy that we give off, you know, just because we can't um, 
see it and we can't perceive it, I, I truly feel as though there's something out there that wants you to get addicted to it, uh, get addicted to something so that it can feed off of that stress energy that you are now producing, you know, and this is just something goofy to think about to, you know, wet your noodle and, and allow you to continuously think outside the box when it comes to our reality. So step two is making that stance. You are fucking slamming your flag in the dirt and saying, I'm done with this addiction, right? And like I said, there's multiple times where I said, I'm going to quit smoking. And it it was definitely not a firm stance I took. You know, I was like, oh, I want to quit smoking. You have to come up with a stronger trigger than the one that was produced when you became addicted to that uh, chemical and or habitual habit. And I think to come up with a bigger trigger, you might have to do some mental processing where you think about when you first did that and what you were going through in your life and then start to break it apart. So for example, looking back, I was going through an addiction or I created my addiction because I was going through a divorce. My stress was attached to my trigger to smoke cigarettes. So now it kind of breaks it down in a more uh, objective way of taking it apart. So now how can I replace my stress trigger with something else besides nicotine. And I tried multiple things. Like, honestly, I tried multiple things. Uh, I would try the whole rubber band trick where as opposed to taking a hit of a cigarette, I would pop the rubber band on my wrist and get that trigger of pain, you know? And I know that sounds crazy, but I was extremely desperate trying to break this, this construct that I had built, uh, this demon of addiction that I've let into my, uh, my reality space. I did not want it to be a part of me anymore, you know? And it, it was a very long time. It was a very long time where I tried with a rubber band. It didn't work. And it was it was extremely hard, you know? Another thing to take into consideration, right? I'm not trying to throw too much stuff at you at one time, but is your environment, you know, being in the military, people smoke a lot. And the worst part about it is uh, it's different in the military. In the military, people are very apt to be like, hey, do you want to go smoke? Hey, would you like a cigarette? Um, you say, if you don't have a cigarette, military people are really sharing when it comes to um, smoking and nicotine in general. We will give really quickly and then also talk shit like, oh, you stop smoking, you're a quitter, you know? So your environment is a big factor in you healing through your addiction. And if you happen to be taking notes or you just want to kind of know where we're at with this whole steps that I've been giving out kind of roughly, like one, like I said, is identifying that you actually have an addiction. And then two is taking that stance that you truly want to make that change. And then three is trying to adjust your environment so it's more conducive to you healing through that addiction and fighting that demon that continuously is trying to make you do something that you do not want to do. And I'm also going to go into another factor or construct or mental thought process to take into consideration when you're thinking about this addiction process and, you know, freeing yourself from it. Also realize that sometimes there are some things that you might feel as though you're addicted to and it might just be that you feel as though you're doing something wrong, right? So um, 
I would say if it's an habitual thing that you truly, really want to stop, then of course, yes, it's an addiction. But now if it's something you want to stop because you feel bad based on what religion said you shouldn't be doing or what someone else says you shouldn't be doing, then kind of think about like, is it truly an addiction? Like, could you stop if you wanted to, or are you just trying to stop because someone else wants you to stop, you know? Uh, I think I made a few changes with like, there's certain things that I just want to do and it's okay. You know, it's something I habitually do and I don't label it as an addiction. It's something that I like to do. Am I addicted to it? Maybe, but it's something that's not so devastating that I I really want to stop it, you know, and that's okay too. Like, please realize that that's okay too. It's up to you to one, get help to define if that addiction is bad and three, um, make the decision to move forward and make that change in your life. Because until you want to make that change, it really doesn't fucking matter what anybody else thinks. I truly believe it really all just comes down to, you know, what you want in your life. What do you want to perpetually go after and do in your life? And you are the deciding factor of what an addiction is. Maybe something that is an obsession and or something you are passionate about. I was definitely addicted to cigarettes in a very negative way, but then I have friends that enjoy having cigars and also enjoy smoking hand-rolled cigarettes, but it's not from a habitual spot. It's not coming from a place of lack and or trying to mask a problem that they're dealing with. They're doing it because they want to actually enjoy the feeling of, you know, getting the hit of nicotine or actually enjoy the act of smoking. It's something that they enjoy and they've taken control of that action that they're doing and they do it in a positive manner. And honestly, taking every factor in, uh, truly, I believe that like love and hate, addiction and passion are on the same scale and they're just different levels of the same scale. You know, love and hate are very, you know, it's very easy to go from love to hate really easily, you know, and I think the same thing is with passion addiction. And I think it's all subjective to the viewer and how they look at it. To somebody, uh, I might be and or be perceived as someone who is addicted to X, Y, and Z, when in all actuality, in my head, I am passionate about it. It's all based on the perceiver and how you subjectively view it. You are the main person who chooses how you define an action that you were taking in this reality. That's it, point blank. That's really what I want you to get, you know, to the end of all this we've talked about in this this episode is realizing that you are the one who labels a certain situation or a certain action as being negative and or positive. And as I stated, do not get it twisted. Do not think that I I don't mean for you to get help, right? If if you need someone to help you identify that you are going through an addiction, that is still you taking the action to go outside of yourself and get a different perspective from someone else. What I don't want someone to do is, or what I don't like to happen is when is making a decision for somebody else when they have no idea, one, what it's like to be addicted to something or never have been addicted to something. And two, when um, they're making a decision based off of their own bias opinions. I'm very pro making your own decisions. I'm very pro going after your own life. And I'm very pro after doing your own self-reflections and coming up with your own ways to heal yourself. Because no one truly knows you like you know you. 
And nobody can truly heal you like you can heal you. Um, and that's literally it. You know, if someone's coming at you with like, hey, this is, the, you know, for $9.95. And if you follow my five steps, you are going to be healed. Uh, maybe, maybe they can guide you into a way of being healed. But at the end of the day, it's you who takes that stance that you want to be healed. So that's basically it. You know, we talked about addiction. Um, uh, This is my... <laughs> Uh, another episode knocked out. Uh, I'm very, very proud of myself, to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm so appreciative that you, you know, decided to rock out with me and listen to me um, go on a tangent. If if there's anything you, you would like to hear me speak on, please email me. You can find my email on my website. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. Thank you so much for rocking out with me for this last, you know, 20, 21 minutes. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I, I hope that everything that you wish for will come to you. And also remember, you are the captain of your ship and you are the only one that can steer yourself into a way that uh, creates the life that you want for yourself and, you know, breaks free from the demon of addiction. Like I said, grab your sword, get your spell book, take everything you need to go to war against something that you do not like in your mental you have the responsibility, you have the right, and you have the ability to fix whatever it is in your life that you don't like. You just have to take control. Be great today. Bye.